Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Thursday morning. So, Kansas City Chiefs head to face off with this young man's boyhood team, the Green and White. Uh, if you were a betting man, what would you say the odds are? I would go to uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, and they are a seven-point favorite, which is great. That's about the difference between these two teams, and probably more. Philadelphia's not very good. Fact is, though, that the Chiefs have been favored in all three games and lost two of them and had to come from behind in their opener to win. Bothers me when the Chiefs are favored like this. I hope they don't read the... And I'm sure they don't. (laughs) Anyway, seven-point favorite. The Chiefs are over the Eagles and an over-under of 54.5, which would lead you to believe that it's probably going to be a pretty high-scoring game, and I suspect it will be. But the Eagles have Jalen Hurts as their quarterback, and he has struggled. He didn't look very good against the Dallas Cowboys at all on Monday night, and Dallas won easily 41-21. to So I think if, if Dallas and Dak Prescott can have a big night against Philadelphia, certainly Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs can. And I think the Chiefs win this one big. I hope they do. We definitely need some mojo. Um, you're, you're probably a little bit more in tune with Philly than most around here. Is it their... Is it the protection? Is that the issue? They're, they've got a new coaching staff, am I right? The coach, the coach's former chief coach and his in-laws live here in Springfield. Mm-hmm. This is Sirianni, and Sirianni's a good coach. He knows what's going on. I'm not sure he has the personnel. The offensive line disappeared on Jalen Hurts on Monday night. Dallas was all over them. And I think they're just a lot of working parts that aren't really coming into effect. They're not a bad team. They won their opener, beat the Atlanta Falcons, but I'm not sure Atlanta's very good either. So I think it's it's going to continue to probably get better, but they're not there yet. They're certainly not in the in the class of the Chiefs. Well, since he has some sort of local connection here, I need you to do me a favor. I got Miles Sanders on one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> he got the ball twice last week. Can you just give him a call and say, hey, intern needs a little bit more than two touches for that guy. Come on. There's no way he's winning fantasy this football This is exactly what's going to happen. Hey, Nick. Click. Nick. <laughs> Ned Reynolds here, Nick. N-E-D, Ned. (laughs) (laughs) So, Bears are away this weekend on Saturday, and they're going after Illinois State. Uh, You like the odds of the Bears? I do. do. In uh, the books out in Vegas, they don't put 1AA games on the books. Unless there's a pandemic and you're playing Spring League. (laughs) I would always throw that in there because it cracked me up. The first time I saw it, I was like, they're putting money on the MSU Bears game. This is great. They were, and they will if the playoffs come around. They'll do that. But uh, during the regular season, they do not. But the Bears go in as a favorite. Illinois State's 2-2 overall and and 0-1 in the Missouri Valley Conference. Now, last week, Illinois State went to Carbondale and played Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois is very good. They're nationally ranked, as are the Bears. In fact, there are six teams in the Missouri Valley Conference who are in the national rankings, the top 25, and SIU is one of them. Illinois State folks had a 17 to nothing lead in the third period. 17 nothing in the third period and lost the game 35-17. to Hmm, something happened. Well, Illinois State, in all honesty, is not in the same caliber as the Bears, in my opinion. Their quarterback's a good player, Jackson Waring, but he only threw for 166 yards last week, 152 total yards rushing. Now, if they had that against SIU, they won't have anywhere near that against the Bears. Missouri State's defense is very good. I look for the Bears to 
come out roaring in this one up in normal Illinois. Going to be a good, a good uh, victory away from home. Uh, last but not least, I do have a couple guys playing in my uh, fantasy leagues tonight in the Thursday night game: Jaguars and Bengals. Uh, T. Higgins out, so he's not playing tonight, and he is on one of my teams. But that's just the way my league's gone this year. You don't have anybody playing an idea. Paul Brown Stadium, Cincinnati, Ohio. A national thriller. Urban Meyer takes his team back home to Ohio. Think they're going to give him a standing ovation in Ohio? Evans, no, they won't. (laughs) That's not even in the books. Uh, Playing in Cincinnati, which is probably, I think geographically, about an hour and a half or two hours south of Columbus, where Urban Meyer had his big days with Ohio State. The fans in Cincinnati, yeah, they they like the Bengals, but they're really more in tune with their college team, Cincinnati University Bearcats, who are eighth in America. And who do you suppose Cincinnati plays this Saturday? How about the Irish in Indiana? Cincinnati, Notre Dame. Oh, my goodness. That's where their focus is. But football tonight, under the lights, Cincinnati and Jacksonville. Jacksonville is not very good at all. And Urban Meyer says no way he's leaving. He may not be his choice at the rate they're going right now, but the fact of the matter remains that is the game tonight, and the Bengals are favored. So Monday night's got the the Peyton uh, Eli show for the ESPN. What's Thursday night going to do to to compete? They right now nothing. Nothing, but you know what I mean. They've got to do something. It'd be interesting to see if they could get two other players or who who what kind of guys they could bring in on this to I'm do something sure like it. They can uh, from a logistics standpoint because those games are on the NFL Network and they do split Very them. True. They split them with uh, ABC, I think it is. Yeah, and uh, but not all of them. Some of them are just on the NFL Network, so you can't slice the station in half and yeah. have one and one. Uh, somehow, someway, they'll come up with the counter. There's no NFL Network 2 yet. Well, it would have been nice. <laughs> it would have been great. But, you know, it, after a while, it starts to become kind of a looming shadow. When are they going to lose? Well, yesterday we got that answer. Cardinals finally lost against Milwaukee. They lost 4 to nothing to the Milwaukee Brewers. And for Milwaukee, it's their 50th road victory of the year. That's within, I think, one of their club record. But uh, over and above all that, yeah, the Cardinals lose the game, but is it a bad loss? No, not at all, because Schilt put in a makeshift lineup in the game. Arnado didn't play. Molina didn't play. O'Neill didn't play. Matt Carpenter was the starting third baseman last night. When that's the starting third baseman, then hey, it's all right if you lose. So the Cardinals did. They lost 4 nothing. End of the winning streak right there. But the reason this was the case is because everything's already been clinched. The Cardinals know they're going to be playing as the second team in the wild card. They don't know who they're going to play yet, but they do know they are playing. So why risk anything? And for the Milwaukee Brewers, they've been on cruise control for a week now since they clinched their championship. So I suspect when they play again this afternoon, it'll be makeshift lineups. Give guys a rest because the postseason's where you want to shine. Um, Now there's two schools of thought. What you just mentioned, you want to give these guys some rest. But on the other hand, you want the cohesion, you want the momentum, and baseball is a game of that stuff and, and familiarity and, and just, you know, action without thought. And when you got guys working together and they're winning like that, and then all of a sudden you put the brakes on, you throw all this stuff in there, for the rest I get it, but do you think that might screw things up down, down the line? Doubt it very much because they've already played 162 games, as it turns out. And I think when they play the Cubs this weekend, like the games on Saturday and Sunday, then I think you'll see the starting lineups back in there. The way this is going to work is that the Cardinals will complete the regular season on Sunday. 
have Monday and Tuesday off. Tuesday, I think they'll fly to California. Where in California? San Francisco or Los Angeles, one or the other, probably going to be L.A. We'll talk more about that. But the fact is, they can get that rhythm back. This, this is a veteran team. The Cardinals are not young. You have Goldschmidt and Arnado and O'Neill. These are guys in their 30s, and they know what it's like to play in situations like that. So, yeah, I think they'll get their rhythm back. Well, we'll see. I think, uh, I'm obviously, we're all rooting for them, and at least they gave us a season. You know what I mean? No. At the end of the day, even if it was just for two and a half weeks of, <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. You know what? Sometimes that's Cardinals baseball, and that's great. That's really think, good. Yeah, it was September 10th was the last time they lost a game, and this is... <laughs> September 30th now. That's pretty good. Two and a half weeks of a season. I mean, <laughs> considering when you look back at our conversations in uh, May, June, July. And August. And <laughs> <laughs> we're just going, oh, my God, are you kidding me? And then all of a sudden, just turns it on. It's it's great. And that that's, as a longtime Chiefs fan, you know, everyone is like, we you know, we're so accustomed to winning, blah, 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 blah. I always go back to the mantra, what I had to kind of tell myself early on, if I'm going to remain a fan of this team, all I ask from you is to give me something to root for. And at the end of the day, St. Louis Cardinals did that. And that's that's all you can ask for as a fan. Same thing with the Royals. You know, they had, a, even though they weren't over 500, I think in some kind of burst this season. How about, how about Salvador Perez? The first pitch that he sees last night in the game against the future Cleveland Guardians, he hits out. And that is home run number 48 on the year that leads the major leagues in home runs, and it ties the Kansas City Royals team record for home runs. So, <laughs> this is, I'm laughing, it's not funny. So he celebrates the home run, and he's going into the dugout and trips on the bottom step and sprains his ankle. Oh, good Lord. How, yeah, right. Can that possibly be happening? Well, he's, he's going to be all right, though. He'll probably play today again, but he had to leave the game because of it. So they got what? Four four games left, um, man. So he could possibly break those if he tied them. I mean, that's, oh, I think he will. Yeah, this guy. This guy's played great baseball. In fact, Mike, we've said it here before. He deserves to be, and he will be, a candidate for most valuable player. He won't win because Soe Otani of the Angels. Yeah, will. he's he's shooing. But but look, look at what Salvador yeah. Perez has done with his team. He is the leader. He's the most valuable player. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, we mentioned this earlier when we were talking about the Cardinals. We still don't know who they're going to face. I mean, the smart money says it's going to be L.A., but it could be San Francisco. It's possible that it could be San Francisco, but to take a look at the math. Uh, both teams won again last night. So with four games left, it's a two-game differential. The Giants have a two-game lead on the Los Angeles Dodgers with four to go. Sure, mathematically, anything can happen. Uh, a lot of Cardinals fans are rooting for it to end in a tie between the Giants and Dodgers because that would mean a one-game playoff on Monday to decide who's going to be where. They both are in the playoffs, but who's going to be the one-game wild card? Who's going to be the best of five? They'd have a one-game playoff. Their pitching staff, that would get tested, and then the Cardinals come out and play whoever the loser was on Wednesday. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it ends right now. You have to go... You have to go with the odds, and the odds are that San Francisco wins, so the Cardinals will play the Dodgers. Well, man, if uh, if you see a squirrel out there in the next uh, few days, be real nice to it, because you <laughs> never know. Ned, you have a great Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow.